I've never taken anyone's virginity. I have. God, I'm a virginity slayer. <laughs> I'm kidding. <Okay. laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Just For Girls. I feel like we have the biggest Australian accent, like chick-wise. Cleo. No, I do no. say no. I noticed yeah, that I one do. day I was like, there's no way I say no like that. Like, I don't. I dropped something on the floor and I'm like, no. Oh, I'm no. Like, oh, yeah. my God. I was filming a video once and I was like making a cake and I dropped something on the ground and then I go, oh, no. And then I realized I said it. So, like, I said Cleo after that to like cover my tracks of like yeah. how I said no, something. No, is, this is really us. Yeah. There's a video that went viral of me taking my braids out after BTV. I and saw I'm like, that. just got home, but I, it sounds like in the video, like, <laughs> just got home and everyone is like from America, like mocking my accent. I'm like, I didn't even think it was bad until you guys yeah, said it you won't yeah i don't pick up on it unless you're around someone that does it differently anyway welcome back welcome back we've had a huge week have we not really just generally busy i feel like this year has just been like a busy-ish year i love it though. had a big-ish weekend i went on a date this week you did last week last tuesday after recording i went on yeah. a date so in the week since we've last been here Izzy's been on a date. Yep. So we're going to do a bit of a date debrief as well today in today's episode. And we're also just going to do a little anonymous Q&A. Okay. So when you were younger, there was Kumi and there was Ask FM. I had Ask FM. And because I did like cheerleading and stuff back then, I was lucky enough that majority of my questions were in relation to cheerleading. Right. So it was all pretty tame. But a lot of people I knew were getting like fucking hammered. And it was always funny because it's like, Someone will go, who do you think's the hottest out of Sam, Izzy and Jazz? And you know that Sam, Izzy or Jazz is the one that's written that question. <laughs> yes, do you know what I yes, mean? yes, yes. Or do you know, remember on Snapchat when you used to do like, who do you rate more? And you, it, people would reply back with names and you'd circle which one? No, I didn't do oh. that. Snapchat was brutal back in the day. I can promise you right now I have sent one of those into someone's like Ask FMs. I didn't have Ask FM, so right. I different didn't stages. But like people's were just flooded. Who did how did you enjoy your kiss with X or did you enjoy being like, Oh, I don't know what <laughs> words I can say on here. There were like a lot of really brutal ones. Mine was just like, Where did you get that cheer bow from? What else have we gotten up to this week? We went out on Saturday. We, we met did. so many girls after like the Taylor Swift concert. I did a Hunter Market store. You did? How did that go? I met a lot of cuties. You guys were so lovely and kind. And this is what I wanted to address because I got then like a message, a comment on my Instagram after saying, I met you at the Hunter Market and you had your head down on your phone. And I just like want to preface this. Izzy and I were talking about this before the episode and we were going to say it in the Q&A, but it's going to play on my mind and I have to say it and I just feel comfortable saying it right now. Anytime you see me out in public or you see Izzy out in public or anyone that you follow on social media, like you're seeing them in a time where they're just like in a zone. Like at the Hunter Markets, my mum was messaging me because my mum's sick with COVID. So when I was on my phone, I was just replying to my mum. Like that's not me being rude to you. Like you were shopping for my clothes. Like I'm not going to assume that you want to have a conversation with me unless you approach me first. And it's like kind of like that in public. Like sometimes Izzy might get a comment being like, yeah, you were so rude. Like you yeah, walked past me on the street. I got a comment of someone saying like I walked past them on the street. And to be completely honest, I did no disrespect to this girl. I've actually messaged her and spoke to her about it. But I heard her speaking about me, but it wasn't to me. So it's like... I can't really be expected to turn around and go, hey, that's me you're talking about. Like, let's chat. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I can hear you, but 
if you're talking to your friends or under your breath about me, I can't be expected to then go, oh, let me join in on the conversation about myself. Like you kind of have to say, say it directly to, you, to us yeah. in order for us to engage or we're just going to go about acting day, normal yeah. because – you know, we it's, can't... It's stuck up if you, uh, one, assume if they're speaking about you yeah. and two, engaging in a conversation yeah. with someone that you don't know. Or they might be like, you didn't say hi. It's like, well, yes, you might have been looking at me, but how narcissistic can I be to expect that just because you're looking at me on the street, it means you know who I am? Yeah, completely. You know, so we kind of just tend to ignore unless... Not ignore, but don't engage unless we're engaged too because we don't want to be those stuck up people that think that everyone in the whole room is fucking looking at us and talking about us. You yeah. know what I mean? But then when we do that, then we we're called it. rude because we they're like, oh, well, I looked at you and like you a girl followed hi. me once, a girl like followed me back to my car and I was like, I'm not going to go, hi, unless you talk to me because you're the one who's like coming to my car. I'm not coming to your car. If I was coming to your car, I'd say hi. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just find it weird that like if anyone comes up to me, I will always give you the yeah, time of day. We absolutely I, love it and I know yeah. it might be scary to say hello to someone that you like yeah. might – I just, I'm like, don't follow, call me rude and, like, don't say that I'm, like, I was being mean. And I think I'm we're just rude. sick of being told I'm that we're sick rude. of being told and demonised as, like, a mean, rude person because that's not how I was raised. I will always give people the time of day and I'm like, we're so grateful for you. So I don't, I just don't But like I think it. you'd hate us more if we ran around saying hi to everyone that looked at us thinking that <laughs> you were all I'd literally be like, us. oh, my God, shut up. Like, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that anyway. was just something I had to get off my chest. So basically, moral of the story, if you do see us, say hi and we will say hi too. That's like my low of the week and my high was spending Saturday night with you. Really? Yeah. We just had a few drinks at mine. Then we went to... Electric. Did we go straight to Electric? Well, we had one drink at Morris Jones oh, and it was don't, so I bad. I actually wish I didn't <laughs> mention that. No, bueno, no Morris Jones. Someone messaged me when we were walking down Chapel Street. go, I just saw you eat shit on Chapel Street. I'm like, that was a leg, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. My friend leg ate shit crossing the fucking road. It was like there bad. were people everywhere. Oh, my God. I've got to tell you a funny thing about that. So leg stacks it crossing the road from where Lucky Cock is to the Amcal. Only people that in Melbourne that would be relevant to. But it's a busy It's a it's busy, a busy street. It's like Melbourne Road. Anyway, we keep walking a bit after she gets up and we run into this guy called McGee who's we A know friend him. of a friend. Friend of a friend. He's really funny, really like loud. He goes, I just saw that. I can get the security tape of it. We need that. <laughs> I've got it. You do? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he works at Lucky Cox, so he's like, I can just hack into the security capes and get that video of her. Please. What are the fucking chances that that's the person we run into? Anyway, I saw him on Sunday night. He's got two different angles. There is a car that turns right. Like you can see all of us cross. You see legs start to cross and then a car turns right and she stacks up behind the car. You can't see it. And then <laughs> no. there's another angle where there's a lot of people walking. You can see her head go and her hair fly up. <laughs> but that's it. Fuck. Anyway, it was really funny. She got bruised through her fucking jeans, like yeah, scraped on the Bro, it was like we wetting ourselves laughing. Yeah. Like all of us were almost were on the ground laughing so hard because all of us just saw it from like our peripheral Because she was walking just... behind us all too and we all looked back to be like, leg, come on. Mm. And she just boom. On the ground. And Izzy anyway. and I looked at you like so fucking <laughs> like that's not us. We would die. Anyway, Leggy, hope you're feeling better. Hope we your knee's you. okay, babe. So let's get into our day debrief. Okay, Iz, I'll pull yep. up the questions right okay. now. We haven't done one of these in a while. Well, you haven't gone on a date in yeah, a while. Yeah, I know. I've been focusing on myself. Yeah. 
You've been a busy girl. But now knowing after you would have listened to last weekend that I haven't even met my husband yet, I'm not too keen on going on dates with anyone that I've ever met before. Yeah, legit. Or that's not from Sydney. All right. Okay. Date debrief. Date debrief. How did you meet? So we actually, funny story, met through a friend of mine, Jazz, at Tyranny, of all places. Oh, really? That was probably a year and a half ago and we matched on Hinge. Yeah, so then we matched on Hinge a couple weeks ago. Dating Fire. apps. Getting it done. Yeah. All right. How tall is he? So once again, I'm not a fucking crazy stalker. Hinge tells you how tall someone is. Yeah. This is why I know this. I always like to ask as well. I think it's just like I a good, easy also. conversation. I'm curious. Flatter. I need to know. Six foot one. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a it's good great. It's great. That's great, great for me. Yeah, I'm yeah. five foot two. I can't be picky. Oh, six foot is like what you say you want. That's and I, the ballpark. But, but I'm aware that, that I'm smaller than that. So like. Five foot ten, five foot eleven is like kind of fine too, but I just like rate the date from one to ten. Like an eight and a half, nine. Oh, that's a good day. That is a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. Where did you go? So we went to Albert's Wine Bar. Really cute, good date spot. If anyone's thinking, it's just it was chill. It was nice. The little tables outside kind of felt very like Parisiany mm. vibe. It was quite on a quiet street too, so not don't like have all these people like walking past you seeing you, which sometimes gets in the way of dates. And then we had another drink at Freddie Windpoles, which is like a dive bar sort of pubby bar on the corner of Fitzroy Street in St Kilda. It was really fun. Did they pay? He did pay for the, I think we got like an $87 bottle of wine. Right. Not my choice. I would have gone, cheapest on the menu, please. So he paid for that. And then obviously because he bought that, I was like, um, one for I'll one. get you the next one. Yeah. So I got him. I like, feel like if you're going out for drinks, you can do round for round. Totally. I think round for round's not an issue. And to be honest, I feel uncomfortable not doing it. Same. I don't feel comfortable just letting a boy directly pay for me. I understand, obviously, he did pay that full amount because it's like he's not going to let me split that. So I was like, I think I bought him a couple wines at the next place, just because, which wouldn't have even made up for it. But like, you're, I'm always so grateful, but I feel so bad. I think if you're going out for a dinner date, so say if you went out for a dinner date with him after, I would expect him to pay. But I think if you're just going out for drinks, round for round is just it's inappropriate. So like ball. he can buy the first round. Yes. I find I like to have the boy get there first. And it's always really, I think it's sweet if they ask what you want and get you a drink so it's there when you get there yeah which he offered to do but the um waiter didn't come anyway doesn't matter i think that's always really nice but yeah. then it's like you get the next one if you can especially for a first date you don't know if you're ever gonna see this guy again you know what i mean i just if you're going on a dinner date i think that they should pay totally if you're going for drinks easy one-on-one eat one for one when the bill comes any on any day it's like so awkward because the boy knows they're probably gonna offer to pay generally you know you're probably going to let them. And it's just like, mm -hmm, thank you. <laughs> I always like get my card out. I didn't. I have my phone. I offer. I'm like, oh. And they just... should then go, no, no, no. It's on me. Yeah, I haven't mastered how to make that not uncomfortable yet. So One interesting fact you learnt about them on the date. He's a vegan. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm, he's been a vegan for eight vegan? years. All of his siblings are vegans too, but his parents aren't. So I think it was just like one of his siblings that slowly like ticked down the line and now they're all just vegan. Interesting. It is interesting. Were you nervous? Yeah, always. Yeah. Always shitting a brick. Always nervous. Yeah. Will there be a date number two, you think? Yeah, I think there will be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it going to be like drinks again? I reckon maybe dinner. I think that's true. I was thinking about this the other day when, yes, dinner, drinks and 
date drinks involving around alcohol are good, but I, then I do think that you naturally get a bit of anxiety and you start to question the date if yeah. you've had drinks on a date. That's my huge thing because I can, you know, I love a drink and if you're enjoying yourself and you're staying out, you can you continue to drink. Yes. And then you sometimes can maybe take it a bit too far not in like an embarrassment sense, but in the sense of that you may have a slight hangover the next morning, then you're like, uh, you feel so anxious about the whole thing that and you can't you- really figure out whether you liked the guy or not because you're just associating the whole date with like, oh, I'm a bit anxious. Yeah, and like, oh, did he like me? Am I remembering the conversations were as good? So like I think yeah. I probably wouldn't do drinks for I- a first date for me because I'm the biggest lightweight. Three drinks, I'm fucking running my mouth about everything. I will through and through think drink first drinks is the best for a first day. Dinner is like- too locked into a set period of time. You have to get there, you have to read the menu, you have to order, you have to wait for your entree and main or main and dessert or all bloody three. No, see, I'm like, let's go for a walk. Yeah, no, fuck that. Let's go fuck for a walk, that. let's go to the beach, watch the sunset. I'm like more that. Beach and sunset dinner, great. Put no, a bottle we don't of wine to, next to it. We don't have to get dinner at the sun. We can just go for a walk. I don't know. I think it's a whole process for me when I know I'm going on a date. I like to like get ready and mm-hmm. like maybe I'll have a friend. I usually like a friend to like be there to like make sure I'm not going to bail because it tends to be something that runs through my mind. Might have a drink before. My friends might drop me there. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, no, I get that. First dates for me, drinks is the way the way to go because you can loosen up a bit. You're not too nervous because you're like, yeah. if we don't get along... There's alcohol involved. I'm sure I can talk to someone with a little bit of wine in my stomach. Yep. Has he texted you since? He did. He texted me the next morning. Yep. And did you kiss? We did. (laughs) (laughs) We did. Was it good? Yeah, it was great. Cute. Stunning. Stunning. Thanks for the date, debrief babe. What should we call him? What should his code name be? Broccoli, because he's a vegan. We're just going to do a Q&A today, so I feel like we should just So get... they're anonymous, so they might be a little bit more... I feel like people tend to be a little bit more harsh. No shit on the anonymous scene. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of these, so I'm very excited. Question one. Does body count matter to you? To put it bluntly, sometimes yes. Yeah, it matters to me. Like there's like some people that it's like, oh, they've had sex with like 400 girls. I wouldn't be interested in someone that's slept with that many people. Yeah. But as long as it's under a reasonable number, maybe... I, I want to say 30-ish. All... Yeah. 40. I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends it on what I'm also wanting from the guy when totally. it matters. Like if I'm just like wanting a little bit of a fun time, which again, like I'm not doing right now, but like wouldn't really care. Don't really care, but use protection. Completely. Always, Always use protection. But if I was like into him, I could see it going further. If he had a high body count, I think it would like... It would rub me a little bit like yeah oh, i don't know i don't weird. i wouldn't even say it needs to be under 30 it's just when you hit like 100 it's like over that it's like am i just walking around and running into tom dick and harry that have slept with you too? yeah completely it you just like makes I mean? you think a little bit i don't like it when men's who have a high body count go yeah but it matters on a woman i think who it matters gives the fuck? same to both yeah. equally i don't think there's one more than the other that would matter to me but like same goes if like someone slept with like over 100 people like you under it's just it doesn't matter, but it just depends on the person and what you're weird. wanting. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. I think it's. And even then, you can very much look past it if you like the person. It's not. A, it's not a be all be all end all ever. I think. Yeah. Do you ever regret putting your life on social media? Um. No. No. I don't either. I have this existential like crisis every couple months of not me or you. We're not big enough for this to be an issue yet, but like 
say you're like Anna Paul, yeah? Mm. She can decide she doesn't want to do social media anymore and it literally will not matter. What She'll have to delete all of her accounts for it to do anything. And even then if she walks out in public, people are still going to know she's Anna Paul and she's not going to get left alone. Mm. There's no turning back on it once you hit a certain point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think about. There's no real going back. Yeah, but I don't think I'll ever like get to that point where I don't like that. No, like, I, I like love- it too much. I love attention. Sorry. This is... This is what I was born for. <laughs> what was I made for? I was made for this. Yeah, I love, like, I continuously want to grow and, like, I want to get bigger and, like, I have ambitions and goals and stuff like that. And in order to, like, get them, like, I want to be, like, bigger. Like, yeah. This is only just the start if I want to really get far in life. I don't regret putting my life on social media, but I think I regret sharing so much to a certain extent about some things. Like if you had a relationship in future, what would would that you share? That was one of the questions. I think I would keep my relationship private until I'm – I don't know because, again, like I love sharing my life yeah. and I'm a big on love and I don't think I'd say that I wouldn't share my relationship, but I would keep – them private until I'm very very comfortable in the relationship yeah and I probably wouldn't share as much as what I did with my last relationship but Caleb and I grew and evolved in our relationship online and that's also hard because he's well known too which I think is what made it so challenging and what made people so like it wasn't that yeah like he was well known too but we were both so little when we started yeah and then we didn't kind of I don't think we realized how big it was going to get so we were really open at the start because we were so small in social media like mm. he was just starting playing afl and i didn't even do social media so we yeah. did share our lives because it wasn't going anywhere and you know the video suddenly, you posted what would i do if wait i never win or something that i guess we'll never like, know i guess we'll never know that's how i hard launched the first him time I yeah saw you. that was the first time i ever uploaded him that's the first time i ever saw it, you though and it blew up yeah So, like, I didn't really – we kind of grew up on social media. So, now I've kind of learnt, like, I don't really like my relationship plastered everywhere, but I definitely love sharing. Yeah, like, my Instagram, to me, I consider a lot more of a personal app than I do TikTok. Like, if I'm going to a wedding, if I'm going to a party and I've got a photo with my boyfriend, I'm going to be posting it on there. Like, my Instagram, yeah, it's a lot more of, like, this is actually my life and my friends versus, like – This is a job. Yeah, a job. But I think I would post them on TikTok too, right? But you also have to, it's also also have to know the person that is, the yeah. person we're dating might have boundaries and they don't want to be online and you have to respect that. Not everyone wants their yeah. life shared online. I don't know. It's just a situational thing, I guess. But I would be open to sharing it, but I can see the downsides of doing that too. Yeah, I definitely think I would share my next relationship, but then I don't regret posting anything online. I just regret being so open sometimes because people have now used that against me. And then when you're so open, then people use you personally and they use that against you compared to if they don't really know you. Sam gets bloody hit with the... You were so open in your relationship and now you're not telling us about your breakup. Like, I don't have to if I don't want to. Uh, Yeah, I don't like that now it's used against me. But again, I don't regret anything because you learn as you go. I want to know your opinions on this. Okay. How to deal with being in a situationship. I've never been in one. Could you give someone advice? I wouldn't know. I've never been in one. I either don't really date at all. Mm. Or, like, the two people I've actually, like, been interested in ended up being my boyfriend. So it's a foreign concept to me and it would be fucking hard. Mm. It's really, like, mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle it, but then it's like if you like someone so much, half the time there's someone in the situationship I think that's there because they hope that it ends up into a relationship. Yeah. How long do you stick around if they're not willing to make it that when it basically is one, they just don't want to call it one. 
I would find that would be fucking challenging. If someone isn't reciprocating energy, I'm very good at dropping it great. off. Like, You're great at that. I, if someone doesn't give me the time of day or like something like that, I will happily never speak to you yeah. ever again if I'm not getting what I want out of it. So I struggle with like if someone was in a situationship for a long period of time, walk away because you know you should know your worth kind of vibe. And if you're yeah. not getting your answers and what you want from that guy, you just simply need to walk away. So much easier said than done. But yeah, I think if you're asking yeah for advice on how to handle it, our advice that would be very easily said versus followed would be walk away. Walk away. But I understand that there's a reason that situationships. Obviously, you're not able really probably. And everyone, and this is something that I've now noticed when I'm single and like you're talking to a few guys, everyone goes, oh, I don't want to not talk to him. Like if the relationship, the texting is kind of dry or like something like that, you're like, I don't want to not text him back or like not message him because I'm worried that he'll never message me again. Mm. If he will never message you again, he's done you a favor. Honestly, like if he will mess- wants to message you, I can promise you he will want to message you. And if you don't message him, it says so much strength about you and have the self-control and it will play more on their mind if you don't message them. Because yeah. then they're going to their then friends. I worry about games. I'm a real big I don't fuck with games when it comes to relationships. I'm not one of those people that will wait to reply to a message. If they, they waited two hours, I've got to wait three. Fucking grow up. Yeah, I don't mean that. I no, meant I like if they're being dry and they're like not giving you the effort, just like leaving them on red or like not replying to their message like at we'll all. We'll do more. We'll do more because they're like, oh, fuck, I can't get away with this behaviour that I'm yeah. doing. I need to put more effort in. I also think situationship-wise, something that's just so true, it's like if you're confused, he doesn't like you. 100%. You'll know if he likes you. 100%. So that's the bottom line. But if he likes you, he'll make the effort with you and he'll make it known. So if you can see the fact that he's doing that or you're confused if he like that, take a little step back and go, I'll take a step back and he's, if he's groveling he for forward. me. Yes. See if he steps forward. And if he doesn't, that says a million words. Cut him loose. Cut him loose. This one says, how old were you when you had your first kiss and your first time? I was... 14 when I had my first kiss, Mm -hmm. 15 or 16 when I lost my virginity. I want to say 16 because I know my mom's listening. I was 16. (laughs) She was 16. I had my first kiss when I was 15. Yeah. And I lost my virginity when I was 16. Oh, so the same. Yeah. Yeah, I had my first kiss in year nine. And it was that stage where like everyone filmed it at parties. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) So much I can honestly tell you. I was so horrified to have my first kiss because of that, of that culture. I kissed my first kiss, he'll laugh at this, in the storage room at a party because I didn't want to be filmed. I was down the side of an alleyway at a house party because I didn't want to be filmed. Like, Petrified okay. me. Kuyong Social, for example, the actually oh. where I met my best friend Allegra. Someone would kiss and you would know it because there would be like rings of people, like rows of people crowding around. Pushing you together. their fucking phone up holding, filming them on with flash. The amount of people oh. I knew that had bloody albums on their phone kissing and it's just a whole bunch of different people in our year level fucking making out all with flash footage. Like Bro. why do you need that on your phone? That was because of that age. The people that were filming, best believe, are probably the people that hadn't kissed people yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's uncomfortable. I don't know why anyone would do it. It's like, that's your first kiss. You don't even know how what you're about to do is going to go down. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's like then the pressure of, like, people are capturing that. 
Oh, Demons. that's why I think that was a big thing in the back of my mind as to why I never like just did it earlier. Do you know what I mean? I was also very, I was a very like anxious and quite scared of boys. So it happened in like a fine way. It wasn't with a guy that I would ideally ever kiss again. <laughs> and then your- My first time was with my boyfriend. That so was, was really, mine. It was on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's it cute. actually quite sweet. I can't really remember my first time, but it, I was with my first boyfriend. Yeah. But he wasn't a virgin. Oh, that's okay. I yeah, I was like, I don't. I've never taken anyone's virginity. I have. God, I'm a virginity slayer. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I was just talking about that very first time. <laughs> I've only taken one person's virginity, and it was my boyfriend. <laughs> How do you navigate going through normal emotions, but having to show up every day online or at events? I don't tend to post online when I'm not in a great way. So there are definitely a lot of gaps in my posting. Like I struggle to put a lot of random shit online. Like if I'm dressed up nice or if I'm going to things, then I'll like film. But you know, I think we have a right to privacy and stuff. And like, I don't tend to post if I'm not in a great space at all. I kind of go into a bit of a hermity, mm. hermity way. What I like you? try show up on like Instagram stories or TikTok at least every day, but I never talk online unless I'm in a good way because I like don't want to put out like negative things but I'm also like very open about not having good days but I will never ever film a sponsored video when I'm not having a good day so when I have like deadlines or when you work do sponsored content you normally have a date where it's due and if that date is coming up and I'm like there is so much in my brain that like I can't put myself out there right now it shows if you're in it and I then feel really bad because my manager is also the the middleman and like you she has to like back the client but she also has to back you because she's your manager so I feel bad for her because she has to come back and go we need to push it they can't do it and then it's like and then you're like well there's no fucking way I'm getting it to you so kind of figure it out yeah, poor thing. She goes she, through a lot. She goes through a lot with especially – she's got a lot of girls with big emotions. Okay, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm such a mother to my boyfriend. I love him to bits and love doing those things for him, but I wonder if it's just a nice girlfriend thing or I'm slowly becoming a mum. He does work more, so I know that it's a given to do more housework, but I feel like I'm doing everything. I'm so lost. What would you say to that? I've definitely experienced the mother aspect of a relationship. And I've realised that when my mum was talking about her relationship and she was like, I feel like a little kid, like I'm so happy, I'm so in love. And I was like, I feel like I'm the carer of an 80-year-old in the home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And right then made me realise like, what am I really doing? Like I'm not having fun in my relationship anymore I think it differs on what mothering like you're referring to whether it's like you tend to like clean up more or like cook but or if it's like more emotional Emotional mothering and like pushing this boy to do things and like basically bloody carrying him around I don't think feeling like a mother in any relationship is a positive you know I think you should feel like equals I don't think it's a healthy thing to feel like that I feel that and I'm like obviously very cautious about like what I say about my past relationships online because it's pretty fresh but I definitely felt towards the end of our relationship that I 
felt like I was a bit more of a caregiver and mother Mm. and I I had expressed that to him and he knew that well and truly and sometimes just a bit of a dynamic changes in your relationship I think necessarily people only think that you break up and stuff like that because your relationship is bad it doesn't have to be bad if you feel like you're being a mother and that your time and value isn't being reciprocated or worth it it can break up because of that. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes like maybe expressing that to him, being like, hey, I just feel like I'm not really your girlfriend at the moment. Like, Yeah. I'd say start with letting him know. Yeah. Seeing if it can change. I'm like quite an independent person and I'm, I struggle to get in my feminine energy, especially around men. So naturally sometimes more, I can be a bit more of a caregiver and a bit more like, yeah, I'll just do it myself or I'll do it for you. Like that's fine. And that's how I also show my love. But sometimes releasing the pressure and like allowing them to do it. Yes. It might take a little yeah. bit longer or might not be the way that you wanted it to be but done. But the hard thing is, I guess that sometimes they won't do it at all. That's just a conversation that you need to yeah. have. I don't know. I definitely think it's a big thing when you're a bit more emotionally mature than them as well, that you can become a bit more of their mother. And it's just a conversation that you need to have. And if they don't change, then... Maybe it's not working. Sorry, girl. How old do you want to be when you get married? Like, ideally, like, what would be your ideal... Late 20s? 28, 29. Married? Yeah. Yeah. Kids, early 30s. But then I go, I'm single. I'm 23. Working it backwards fucking kills me. I want to be engaged for at least a year before I'm married. So let's say I choose 29. Let's give me a bit of wiggle room. Mm. I need to be engaged by 28. I want to have been with the guy for at least two, three years before I get engaged. Oh, yeah. And bring it back to 25. I need to meet the man of my dreams in two years. So achievable. So achievable. Yeah, yeah. I made that sound pretty good. I find that people that jump and go get engaged after like a couple months – it's like, how do you know that that's the person you want to spend the rest of your life with if you haven't even come out of the honeymoon phase yet? I think you sometimes know that you want to spend the rest of your life with someone upon like initial reaction, especially when you're in your late 20s because you mm. know what you want in a person. So you know that you want to marry but them. you don't know if that's just a facade they're putting on for you or if that's their actual self. You don't know that early. I, I, I think you know, I think there is a connection and I think there's like an energy where you just know. But I personally do not want to sign my life into a contract contract with someone I haven't experienced hardship with and that's the thing that's the point of difference I think you can know straight away someone who if someone's the love of your life I think you 100% know I think I I believe in love at first sight completely I think when you know you know I believe in love at first sight too so I believe you can want to marry someone within on your late 20s if you've gone through dating when you want to marry someone I think you know when you know people are love bombers people are toxic I just I am skeptic to Yeah, that. but that's your negative helmet. I think you on can learn head. to make things work with people. You might love someone and them not be the right person at all for you to marry. Yet someone else you can like work. I don't know. I just But that's why I'm saying I don't think that you should get married until you or engage until you've experienced hardship. some sort of hardship. Yeah, with I get them. that completely. Like I don't understand people who don't live with each other before they get engaged and oh, everything yeah. like that. Like you need to know that person through and through before you ever get engaged. And that's why I think Three years is a perfect time mm. to really know Get someone. Get to know someone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, last question. Do you think you're a flirtatious person? No, I actually don't. Yeah, I don't think you are either. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come naturally to me at all. Unless I really like someone, then it's just like I feel like that's just – I'm not one of those people that just flirt with everyone. I will only flirt with someone that I'm interested in. Yeah. And it's a conscious effort and it's fucking hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just like thinks about everything like four times over before it like oh, comes God. out. I'm just, I'm a fucking mess, honestly, guys. Honestly. Like Izzy is just like so forward. I think I'm more naturally flirty with you and I kind of flirt, like I just like have- I think you flirt, yeah, subconsciously with like everyone. Yeah, and then I'm, they're like, yeah, she was flirting. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you'll be like, I'm not interested in that guy. I'm like, well, you were flirting with him all night. Fuck. No wonder this poor bloke thinks you want him. I would too. I don't mean it. I know that. That's what I'm saying. I just also just it. think I'm engaging in a conversation with you. Like I feel like it's I'm just a, talking it's to you. An like, attitude. Some people have it, uh, some people don't. You have a flirty attitude, attitude towards a lot of people. I only I'm selective with who I show yeah. that to. Yeah. Oopsie. Oopsie. So there's a lot of boys out there that want Sam and there's a lot of boys out there that know that I want <laughs> Like, Izzy will literally go, like, set me up with them. I want that guy right there. Yeah, like, set me up with them. I would say maybe I am picky. So it's like if I do see a guy that I think is hot, I'm like, yeah, that one. Alrighty. That is the end of the Anonymous q and Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming along for our thank episode. You, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we love you all and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.